Hi there people this is Sheba again and today I have with me Dr M Shraddha she is a consultant dermatologist at Apollo Hospitals and runs her own clinic Helios at Pallavaram Chennai now she is an MD DNB and PhD and holds a fellowship in aesthetic medicine from American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine uh, hi Shraddha hi Sheba how are you doing i'm good okay so it's so nice to have you here now people are going to think this is only for women but this is for everybody and i think all of us have a lot of questions on skin and hair care so my first question is going to be a very generic one on what are the common skin and hair related problems that you're faced with or your clients or your uh, patients come to you with Yeah so that's uh, what we see on a regular basis let me just divide it into age groups like children and then what we come across in uh, young adults and adults and then old age of course so when you look at children the commonest things that we see in children is um, uh, infections so bacterial infections sometimes lice on the head okay so that's very common we also see a very common condition called pityriasis alba that they have whitish patches, patches on the right. face and uh, that's mostly because of uh, a lack of p- proper nutritious diet and uh, dry skin sunlight so it's multifactorial okay so that's the thing with children and when you come to young adults and um, uh, old middle aged mm-hmm. people it's mostly acne okay when it comes to skin also uh, infections are also quite common then sunlight rashes and um, hair issues if you look at it's um, hair fall is a kind of a universal problem right from starting from adolescence to an old age thing mostly it's uh, diffuse hair fall it can either be multifactorial because of hormones or uh, you know your hemoglobin low hemoglobin and um, also pattern alopecia which is very common what we call as male pattern balding or in females it's called as female pattern balding okay so these are the thing and in old age of course uh, dry skin becomes uh, more important and uh, problems uh, arising because of dry skin like eczemas then infections again because elderly people are more prone to infections because they won't be able to clean properly that they have other uh, diseases like diabetes uh, coexisting so these are the common things that i come across in my okay. day to day practice okay what about um, people with like skin rashes basically when you talked about kids and then you said uh, the white patches that you talked about is it basically because of dehydration or sunlight see it's multifactorial main thing is their diet okay. because now i see that even children are not they having a lot of junk food lot of um, coke and things like that so they don't take enough of greens they don't take enough fruits they don't take enough antioxidants in their diet okay. so that's one of the main reasons and also sunlight dryness dryness so we'll okay. have to address them with specific soaps and moisturizing creams and uh, improving their uh, diet is is the main is thing. the main thing so yeah. what goes inside plays a definitely, huge definitely. role in what you see on the outside definitely so i'm going to ask you this important question now that we're going to talk about workouts and i'm going to relate it to fitness so so now what what is the suggested thing for pre and post workout hair and skin maintenance because i when i work out my hair becomes all salty my skin is all sweaty and after that it's It's a little hard to manage your hair when it's all salty and you have to wash your hair at least correct, correct. like every day or once in two true, days true, and true. how do you manage your skin it becomes sticky and sometimes dry correct. so how do you keep a healthy skin and hair a regime when you work out a lot okay or moderately okay so um 
uh, let's first do with the skin and then yeah, we'll okay. do the hair. Yeah, okay. And uh, see, workout is now, I mean, all of us know it's become very important yeah. and everybody all now is aware and they do a workout. So there are certain things that you need to do and need to be aware uh, before, during and after workout. Now, uh, before workout, uh, mostly some people do it after their work hours. So they don't wash their face. They don't. They just go on with their makeup and do a uh, workout. So that's not advisable. It's good to rinse off um, any makeup mm. product. Just wash your so face. So if you're coming it. from work or if you're coming from some party for a workout or something, Correct. it's essential for you to clean out your... Yes, uh, yes. And with a mild cleanser and uh, go for workout. Okay. And if you are working out in you know running or outdoors mm -hmm. in the mornings then you must use a sunblock okay it's good to use one and some people this say no this when you're outdoors or you're you even indoors you if you have a so indoors i wouldn't say it's definitely a must but uh, if you have a history of photosensitivity then it's better you use a, a sunblock Sunscreen, okay. even indoors. indoors but outdoors yes you definitely need to use some people um, don't like using a sunblock because it's when you sweat it comes into your eyes and it irritates mm. so there are uh, gel based and matte finished uh, sunscreens which your um, dermatologist can give you you okay. could opt for those and um, wearing clothes you know mostly uh, what happens is uh, people tend to wear uh, very tight and non-absorbable uh, Material. Dry fit. Dry dry fit. fit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So what happens is the sweat doesn't get absorbed, it stays in the skin. Mm -hmm. And that can produce a lot of problems, which I will uh, talk about, yeah. talk about yeah. uh, subsequently what can happen with the sweat. So, uh, so wearing lo loose clo clothes, absorbable clothes is important. And... Um, that's it. So th this is what we do before. So what, uh, yeah, what happens like after workout? So yeah. After workout is the most yeah. problematic yeah. thing. Like. And during workout, oh, what I would like to say is the, using a towel. Most people tend to wipe with their hands, yeah. which is not uh, advisable. So better to use clean towels, which you can take from mm -hmm. home. And uh, after workout, yes, it's very important to rinse immediately your sweat. Huh? Okay. So uh, as soon as you work out your face, your include and uh, change of clothes is important, important. You know? because being in that because it may take time to get back home from your workout place. So uh, the stay, humidity in the skin can predispose to infections. Also, the sweat uh, has a lot of. Uh, acidic uh, components Concentrate, like lactic yeah. acid or ure urea which is excreted from the body so that can irritate the skin so yeah. that can produce something called a sweat dermatitis and um, you basically have some rough patches on the face on especially where the clothes have been uh, you know the seams of the clothes yeah, where right. it comes in contact with the skin so you can get rough scaly patches so that's called sweat dermatitis another thing that you can have uh, with the long hours of sweat in contact with your body is um, called a malaria rubra okay. actually the common term in Tamil we say verkuru no so that's okay. what you can get basically the uh, sweat occludes the sweat ducts are occluded okay so again that's a very simple problem but mm -hmm. it can be very itchy so you need to uh, mainstay would be taking off the sweat as soon as you as soon work as out but for the face, what do you suggest like after workout? Yeah. If you're not able to immediately cleanse your face, but you can only wash your face. Yeah, that's enough. That's, that's enough. that's more than enough. Just okay. rinse your face. Of course, when you get back home using a moisturizer or a, or a, cleanser, a gentle and cleanser, and yeah. that's good. Okay. But as soon as you finish, just plain water is good. Hmm. It's more than enough. Okay. But uh, but accumulating sweat and hanging out with it for a long time is not good. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. So infections, risk of infections is there. Fungal infections. Yeah. Uh, bacterial infections where the okay. hair follicle gets uh, infected mm. 
and then of course the sweat rashes that so I have just told you. Sweaty clothes, sweaty face, sweaty arms. No, not, no, no, not okay. Not okay. Sweaty not okay. hair also. So not long hair is not okay. Not okay. Yeah. So coming to the yeah. hair again. So those who work out, especially strenuous workout, where they yeah, scalp. I, I'm just going to button for a yeah. bit. So before we move on to the hair, for like to. To control sweat, is it okay for you to use deodorants? Yes, yes. Uh, spe- see, we, we won't be able to use deodorants all over. Yeah. Only the folds, yes, it's perfectly fine because uh, the deodorants do block the sweat secretion. Yeah. So it is okay. It is okay. Do. So the non-alcoholic ones are better than the alcoholic ones? See, or there is, like uh, if you are allergic to the alcoholic base, then of course non-alcoholic mm. ones are better. But otherwise, it's fine. It's fine, it's right? Perfectly fine. But it's good to use... Uh, a good deal good. while working definitely, out definitely. to like avoid any see but the other thing also is uh, sometimes with the deodorant and the sweat you can get an irritant dermatitis okay so um, you can use a mild deodorant or those roll on kinds that would okay. uh, but suffice but do you think a roll on is better on the skin than a, a deodorant no no, not, nothing it's like not. that not so hmm? but just that it's milder that okay. you could um, see all these deodorants they do contain some amount of aluminium chloride which blocks the sweat secretion so that way it's uh, okay I was just saying it's two ways one because it prevents a lot of sweat another it also doesn't cause any smell true, true, true. So, so yes I do agree yeah. I do agree but sometimes these there are a lot of uh, ones with a lot of chemicals in the market right, so yeah. those and they smell this fragrances we don't know what yeah. they use so if you stick to what is good and what's time tested yeah. for you yeah. because uh, changing the into the newer ones the smelly mm-hmm. ones I would advise no. against okay so now we can move on to the hair care which are so coming to the hair yes um, when they sweat a lot uh, and especially people with an oily scalp those mm-hmm. who are already predisposed to having oily scalp face you can have more dandruff, you can get more uh, boils on the scalp called uh, scalp folliculitis. So they do need to wash their hair on a regular basis. It's it's not, uh, it's, a, it's a myth when they say, you know, your hair falls when you mm-hmm. wash every day. No, it's not. You can wash your hair safely every day with a mild shampoo. It's perfectly fine. Okay. So when you when you have usually we tie our hair when you're working out, so yes. sweat does accumulate. Yes, and yes. it stays on until you let your hair out Correct. before you go to sleep or whatever. Yes. So again, you need to dry up. Yes, yeah. you need to dry your hair as soon as you uh, uh, at least use a good towel, clean up your scalp, and dry your hair as soon as you finish your workout. If and of course you'll be you won't wash immediately. You can't yeah. wash your hair immediately. Not practically. So the next morning you next wash morning your hair. Next morning you wash your hair before you. So but it's not good to have your sweat on for a long time and your hair tied up for a long time. Definitely not. Definitely yeah, it not. also causes other problems. Yes, right? yes. Si- those who are prone for sinusitis, sinusitis yeah. and those things definitely does. Okay. So how else can we take care of our hair? Like you know, you said using a like a good mild shampoo is good. Yes. Washing your hair even every day is it's good. perfectly. But any other way we can manage your hair well uh, and maintain your hair from you know hair fall and all that since you are quite fall, a specialist yeah. in that see so from the hair fall point of view I always tell my uh, what you're, you can do of course mm-hmm. there could be other reasons for hair fall which we need to address uh, in a more uh, professional way but what people can do is one is not tied too tight okay because the, there's something called a traction alopecia itself I find when you work out you know you put a, a very tight hair band I understand mm-hmm. it's for convenience but what does that mean uh, you keep as you go on pulling your hair, okay. you, you causing traction on the scalp. Okay. So that force of pulling itself will cause hair to fall. Oh, okay. So yeah, because I notice when I tie my hair too tight or tie a tight bun, Correct. when I take out the band, you have a lot of hair. Precisely, precisely. Yeah. So that's, that's what it means. Yes, that's what. So okay. do not tie your hair too tight. Okay. 
and that's about i mean and uh, dry your hair after it uh, okay. otherwise there's really no specific thing that you need to do using a mild shampoo mm. and if you are having persistent hair fall despite doing your regular uh, hair care then you will definitely need to see a dermatologist okay. yeah dermatologist okay so do you come across people with any issues like that with severe hair fall because of high intensity workouts or not able to manage their hair see um high intensity workouts producing yes i've had patients come to me but um, see with high intensity workouts also come with a lot of other supplements lot of diet restrictions right right so i, I it's uh, so far there's no scientific evidence to say that workout produces hair fall yeah. but uh, i've do had uh, patients come that way because uh, it's possibly the changes in the diet or they're not taking their supplements regularly enough supplements yes mm-hmm. yes so that that would be more possible than to say Uh, okay. workout per se produces okay okay so what about uh, so ha- now that we've actually touched this point what do you suggest for a good meal intake for you to sustain a good outer appearance yes. like a good skin yes. Yes. and a good hair yes so what what is important like antioxidants what yes. is what is important for us to keep a healthy glowing skin yes. and a good lustrous hair correct so first you need your micronutrients right on the uh, for your diet you need um, your minerals your zinc your iron your uh, uh, folic acid Folic-tons, all yeah. all the vitamins need to be in place and uh, what i usually tell my uh, patients is you know cover half your plate with vegetables take 1/4 carbs and 1/4 proteins mm. that's how i mean you could probably get a nutritionist to advise you on this but this should cover most of your nut- your, mm. your balanced diet and uh, then your antioxidants antioxidants are extremely important reason being every day when we we go out either pollution sunlight your skin is being bombarded with many uh, factors on a daily basis so you need um, the, and that produces something called as free radicals which actually damage your cells so it happens okay. at the cellular level so you need to have a good amount of antioxidants to neutralize these free radicals so your antioxidants comes basically mostly from fruits from your vegetable green vegetables either lycopene you you have flavonoids a lot of antioxidants mm-hmm. which um, your uh, blueberries blackberries all these contain a lot of uh, good antioxidants okay. broccoli um, green leafy vegetables green basically okay. so mm-hmm. that's that and even some amount of uh, antioxidants are available in your red meat and your fish so those who um, take non vegetarian food they could take they could get what well, how about products? supplementing if you don't get enough Yes, yes. Antioxidants. Yes, we do supplement. Uh, yes. So you do. So we they do can supplement. reach out to yes. a professional like you and true, true. talk we to you regarding sure, that. Sure, sure. Right? We do supplement uh, antioxidants. So what would um, the symptoms be when uh, when you say you know I don't have good skin or good hair? Uh, what would the symptoms be, and how would I know that I don't have great skin or great okay. hair? So this is important. So when you have people coming saying I don't, I, my skin is not glowing. My okay. skin is. Uh, looking dull so that's what? that's like the last thing for me i can't <laughs> even say i sweat a lot more than yeah, yeah but true yeah. but the common thing that we find you know people say no it doesn't glow it doesn't glow mm-hmm. so basically what is this glow is your skin should reflect light okay so when you take a picture there will be some highlighting points which which will be seen in the photo okay. that's basically the reflection of light so if your skin is well hydrated mm-hmm. well moisturized you will have that glow so okay if, um so well balanced diet a good um Mm. workout regime 
and of course what you apply on your skin so okay. all these together will give you a healthy skin okay. so when when of course you know when your skin is breaking out or those kind mm-hmm. of things they will definitely reach out to a dermatologist but when you look at your face when you feel that it's dull when there is no uh, when your skin is not shining you know when it doesn't reflect light mm-hmm. enough then you know that you it, it's, it's not, not actually fully healthy does genetics play any role in this oh, yes. at all <laughs> i because i yes. want to blame my genetics on it <laughs> true 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 see yeah all um, 19 i would say 99% would be genes also see, that's what yes, i said okay. <laughs> so what we can do within our capacity we do but of course genetics is, okay, if you have an oily skin you're yes. you're prone for oil, or dry skin it's all in the genes so but basically you can have a good skincare regime to control precisely based yeah. on your skin Type, whether right, you're right. oily yeah. or your combination or whether you're dry skin yeah. you're uh, i would suggest people to go to their skin specialist and get their regime suitable because everything see there a lot of information available on the net yeah. on the media and things like that so it's better to see a specialist get your regime as per because even mm-hmm. when we see the we feel okay this will this skin type based on our experience we give okay these types of thing sometimes people come back saying no so we change and till what suits you you have to stick i would also suggest not you know hopping uh, doctors because by the time we get yeah. to your solution you already changed it for clients also clients will try out one day strength training oh this is not, i'm not losing weight i'll go to hit oh this is not working i'll go to run so they actually not doing anything so right yeah. we don't get the right thing yeah. for them we're not able to give them the right solution okay by so it takes time to some people it hit it off in the rice the first okay. thing but sometimes it takes time so we need so it's important to get your skin care routine yeah. from your dermatologist okay. rather than just pick up something over the next so if i know if i'm having breakouts and if i'm if my skin is dry and dull i know that i'm not uh, clean in yes. inward yes. there's something wrong and i need to take care of my skin what yes. about hair Uh, how do I know my hair is not healthy enough? Yeah. So when you start seeing your hair fall, so that's mm-hmm. the first symptom that you're going to get. Now, uh, hair fall. You, everybody has hair fall. So the normal hair cycle is that you have a growth phase, a resting phase, and then your death phase where so the hair falls. So we do falls have off. a regular hair fall, which is part of the cycle. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that is there. Yeah. And some people say it's uh, textbooks say about up to hundred hairs, but. up to 100 hairs may not be acceptable to people with already right. thin hair yeah. so so if you find that your hair is falling more than usual like mm-hmm. when you comb you know roughly okay this much comes out when it's more than more, usual yeah. then definitely you are having mm-hmm. a problem you have to and see it's more difficult to treat hair hair loss so the sooner you treat the better it is okay. the results are better so what are the treatments available for like uh, yeah so first when you come for hair loss we'll have to rule out look at the cause for hair loss because they have either it's nutritional or thyroid or whether you have a, a PCOS we, we need to look at what your cause mm-hmm. of hair fall is and of course um, and looking at the pattern if it is pattern balding that is you know female pattern and male pattern balding mm-hmm. then we start you straight away on uh, certain treatments and lotions which you need to keep using for long term because okay. here the scalp itself is defective your mm-hmm. uh, hair follicles they keep going into the resting phase very quickly the okay. growth phase is not maintained so we need to give you lotions to prolong the growth phase okay so you definitely need to start treatment soon because once you go into balding then we really don't It's have much option, options yeah. for you but um in terms of balding which is like a, a big tangent from our topic yes. who comes to you more for that men or women um equally 
ക്ലയന്റ് who never sweats at all mm-hmm. i mean not only a client my sister also never sweats mm-hmm. so uh, why do they have inactive sweat glands and what can they do like they must be having yes, a yes, different yes, uh, yes. problem See, there are genetic problems with inability to sweat yeah. okay those are uh, those we tell the parents also usually it starts in childhood it's genetic right so we we know it earlier mm-hmm. and we tell them you know if this child is that the body temperature will not thermoregulate mm-hmm. you need sweating once your body builds up heat when you're outdoors or work out you this heat mm-hmm. produced so that sweating is a mechanism basically which reduces that heat right so in those genetic problems we tell them to be careful they need to shower immediately if they are if they feel the heat because their body is not going to act uh, to uh, the sweat is not going to be mm-hmm. produced they have to do it from external exactly, so that's yeah. important but the uh, milder forms like you know uh, generally people some people sweat more and some people mm-hmm. sweat less so that really if it's if they feel the heat it's not really coming down then it's always better to take a shower and bring the temperature down or stay in a cooler uh, okay atmosphere but otherwise i think it's but uh, they do sweat but after a while not immediately mm-hmm. like this client of mine she doesn't sweat immediately but when she does like a metcon like a yeah. heavy metcon mm-hmm. she breaks into sweat maybe like 20 minutes later but she does sweat but then she's, that's then that's she's what, like so she's fresh yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's what that that amount of variation will be there oh, yeah. uh, but there's no uh, cons because of that no, no there's nothing not like really, that not really. there's nothing special they need to do to no, take care no, of anything no, no, no. are they on the safer side <laughs> because they don't sweat <laughs> not really they actually really sweat so the body takes a little the thermoregulation is taking a little longer little but longer okay so that's fine <laughs> okay so that that's interesting so now uh, what is a good skin and hair care routine that you can suggest to yeah. us yeah and what would be your takeaway points in terms of wearing good you know like you said wear good cotton clothes yes, and yes, what so would be your complete takeaway points for generally for life okay. and for a good skin and hair care regime okay so uh, before i tell you what you do for the skin i generally say that 80% is what you do to yourself right know? so what food you consume what uh, workout you do the stress levels mm-hmm. i also tell my patients to do workout because it it helps their stress yeah. levels you yourself do a lot of workouts yeah. so you yeah. know how so, it is yeah yeah so it helps to uh, you know control the stress levels so so that's very important and then coming to what you actually put on your skin so first thing is i you must uh, apply a sunscreen okay okay uh, the reason being it one it provides a barrier to the harmful radiation that is being uh, your skin is being exposed, exposed to. to and uh, there are different types i i would suggest sunscreens for different people for, based on their skin type mm-hmm. and but by and large use a broad spectrum sunscreen which contains both 
protection for ultraviolet A radiation and B radiation. This no? is for both indoors and outdoors. Indoors and outdoors. Yes. Okay. Irrespective of indoors, okay. irrespective of outdoors. Even your computer, once you sit, okay. you go, for those who sit for okay. long hours in front of okay. the computer, a sunscreen is a must. Okay. So a broad spectrum sunscreen which has UVA, UVB. How will you know is basically SPF will give you the amount of UVB protection. And uh, the, some of the uh, sunscreens will have PA uh, and then they'll have 3 stars or 3 plus. Okay. That is, shows you your UVA protection. So okay. 3 plus is good. And uh, now we look at the critical wavelength which mm -hmm. should be at least 370 nanometers. Uh, to say it's a, it also protects you against okay. UVA. So that's important. By and large, this is what you need to look out if you're going to get a sunscreen. And uh, uh, using a mild cleanser. Mm -hmm. So it depends. If your skin is very oily, you would want something a uh, little more stronger. Mm -hmm. uh, if your skin is dry, you'd want a mild cleanser. So that's okay. important based on your skin type. And a toner, I tell people to use a toner only for those who are with... Uh, very oily skin. For the yeah. dry ones, you really don't need mm -hmm. a toner. And uh, hydrate your skin from inside. Of course, you need to drink a Enough lot of water. water. Yeah. That's very important. Um, and uh, at least two liters. And from outside, you need to use some moisturizing creams. Okay. So there's a difference between uh, uh, hydration and uh, moisturizing because uh, hydrated skin and uh, a dehydrated skin is different from a dry skin okay. because when there's no oils it's dry mm. and when there is no water it's dehydrated so okay. you need both mm. so you need to if your skin is a dry based skin you need to moisturize as well there are good moisturizers um, for that I would really recommend them to see a dermatologist before using self-moisturizing self-using anything on the self so basically this and um, yeah, and, for the, and for the overall body also a regular moisturizer that's okay. very important yeah. um, and for the hair keep your hair clean hmm? wash it often yeah don't wash keep it, it sweaty yes no yeah. sweaty and uh, you know because every day we're going out pollution dust everything settles in the scalp so it's good to wash your hair every day use a mild shampoo conditioner your condition your hair once a week okay. if your hair is um, okay uh, um, a dry, dry. Uh, dry hair. If it's an oily type, you do it once in two weeks uh, would suffice. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, that sounds good. What uh, generally? What your What's your take on wearing cotton clothes for work? Yes, yes, breathable. Yes, wear. please breathable cotton clothes because it does absorb the sweat. Huh? So it's important that in general itself, you know, because the cotton fibers are actually in in line with our skin mm. if you take silk or synthetic it, it's the fibers are crisscross mm. so that will actually irritate the skin okay. so in general it's as it's good to use uh, cotton, cotton for clothes no, for the skin okay so that also prevents from any other skin rashes yes definitely like because it absorbs the sweat so yeah. it's good to and work. also like you told me before we started the mm. interview you said just Keep staying happy. Yes, yeah. yes, that's very important. I want, to, I want to hear this from you again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> staying happy plays a lot because yeah, because any stress is another exactly. inducer of many stuff. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. skin. Of course, yeah. stress plays a major role yeah. in almost every skin disease. Of course, also heart. Yeah, everything, everything, every, yeah. every part of the body is related to so stress. So instead of saying stress causes this, let's just say stay happy. happy. Look exactly. Good. So internally <laughs> eat well, yes. work out well, then stay happy, and then your skin will glow automatically. True, true, true. Unless it's genetics, yes, like for yes. me. But, uh, but otherwise, I think, like you said, we should yeah. uh, do that. Yes. So this has been really great, Dr. Shraddha. 
you've given us such wonderful things to do. Could you tell um, our listeners where they can actually get in touch with you, where they can see you, where do you consult? So I consult uh, between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. at uh, Apollo Hospitals, Greens Road. Okay. And evening 4 to 7 in my clinic at Pallavaram, Helios Skin and Hair okay. Clinic. We do have a website. Uh, it's uh, www.helioskinclinic.com. Okay. And uh, you could reach us at 994005815. Okay, that's nice. And uh, you can also tell uh, everybody what you specialize in so they can uh, specifically reach out to you on... Uh, hair care or skin care or whatever or whatever right yeah so uh, uh, basically all skin problems all uh, 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 skin related issues but um, I uh, uh, do a lot of uh, I treat a lot of patients with for PR with PRP for hair fall okay uh, which is nothing but platelet rich plasma so okay uh, maybe that we could talk on it <laughs> <different>, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's but this has been really great thank you so much And uh, so I'll see you guys, I mean talk to you guys again with another fabulous doctor. We'll we'll say bye-bye to Dr. Shraddha now. Thank you. Thank you, Shree. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hi there, this is Coach Sheba from India and I have a whole lot of interesting topics on fitness just for you. But right now I'm in conversation with one of the established doctors and we're going to be talking about relevant health and fitness issues of today. So listen up, enjoy and do let me know what you feel. Cheers.